Hi, I'm Laura Cuellar, and that's my co-host, Haley Estep, and you are watching slash listening to Hype Women. Um, this was our second episode. I'm so happy you've come back. Hopefully you like us. And remember, it it's only going to get better from here. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody. Um, Talk to your friends. If you have a problem or anything, literally DM us. We would love to DM talk us. to you. We, if you have any, like, if you have a question, a comment, mm-hmm. or a concern that or you want story. us to talk about, or a story, DM us. We would love to not professionally answer it for you. Because <laughs> we're not professionals. <laughs> I have an art degree. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to hear what we have to say, let us know. And but yeah, I think our next episode, if we're foreshadowing you now, is going to be on daddy issues. So hello, <laughs> what's up, ladies? What's and up? <laughs> Shout out to our French audience. We were <laughs> seriously, our, we were looking at our um, analytics, and apparently, a uh, couple of y'all are from. France or claim that on Spotify. So, or you um, have like maybe they have like what are what are those things called when you, um, oh what's it called a VPN maybe yeah maybe yes. you have a VPN and it's yeah. in France. I don't know, Fresh but head. if you're from France, shout out to you. Welcome to our podcast, and welcome to everybody else to our podcast. Yeah, everyone else, thank you for joining us. I don't know, were you nervous for the first episode to go up? I was literally like. Crying. A little bit. It was I funny mean, because, like, <laughs> you weren't no, crying. No, I wasn't I was crying, at- but I, like, inside I was. I was at work when you called me. You're like, our first episode is up. And I, like, I knew it was going up that day, but literally the whole day it, like, went over my head because I was so busy at work. And then when you called me, that's when it, like, sunk in, like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I was just more like, okay, she's at work, so I can't really, like, freak out with her. So I just. Got no, online. I freaked out with my coworker. <laughs> yeah, and I was kind of like, okay, I don't know who to freak out with, so I just posted on the uh, Hype Women podcast Instagram, and then mm-hmm. I posted on my own, and then I'm pretty sure a lot of the listeners are my friends or people that know us, so thank you guys for listening. That really yeah, meant shout a lot. Yeah, shout out to all of my coworkers, all of my friends, everybody <laughs> that was like, I'm so excited to listen, and you actually did, so thank you. Yeah, I mean, our first episode was a little rough, I'm not gonna lie, but yeah. I think it can only get better from there. Yeah, this is we just our have first to time live, podcasting. Live and learn. Live, laugh, and learn. Oh, God. <laughs> this isn't a Pinterest <laughs> quote. <laughs> live, laugh, love. Today, we're gonna dive right into such yeah. a saucy topic. Which- it's saucy because we're literally talking about eating disorders and food. Yeah, oh, all right. So eating disorders is obviously like a mental disorder defined by an abnormal eating habit. Um, This is what I'm reading off of Wikipedia. Just wanted to put it out there in case someone doesn't know or fully understand what an eating disorder is. It it affects both men and women, and it can be both physical and mental health problem. Um, It can include binge eating. It can include anorexia. Um... And it's basically a fear of gaining weight, thus having a low body weight. Haley? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I was just letting you talk. I was like... Well, I just want to, like, put it out there just so... I mean, like, 
I don't think I have had eating an eating disorder. I do complain about my weight, but I've never not eaten because I was fearful of eating. Have I made decisions that because of my weight? Yes, but it was never, I was never, I never held food for myself mm-hmm. or overate. And this is not because I thought I had like this perfect body because I definitely don't Nobody think does. I do. <laughs> or have a body that society deems is perfect. I Which just is- think that, yeah, I just think I just, I've had a v- different relationship with food. Mm-hmm. For example, I think you and I've had very different relationships when it comes to food. Oh, 100%. So mostly I, for me though too. Hear from you. you can eat whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I can't eat whatever I want and that causes a lot of problems. But I will say ever since I was probably ever since I was a little kid like from like the first time I could like remember eating food I've had a problem with food in general um for a lot of reasons and it's really frustrating cuz nobody in my life knows about it unless I talk about it like on social media. Um, for example, like when I was a little kid, I remember I would like go out into the pantry and like take food because like I just wanted to eat something because it tasted good. Or when I got older and was in like middle school or freshman year of high school, I literally remember like the first time I ever like snuck downstairs to like eat food just because I thought I was hungry, but I wasn't actually hungry. I was doing it because I was bored and I was staying up late at night because I could um, there's things like that. Or I think this is how I've always, like, asked people, like, if they've had an eating disorder or if they've had, like, a problem with food is, like, everybody that has a problem with food or everybody that has a problem with an eating disorder always is thinking about food. Always. Like, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, whether you're hungry or not hungry, you're like, what's my next meal going to be right after you eat food? Every single person that I've ever met that's like, yeah, I've had an eating disorder they've always had that problem where they are literally constantly. But do you think that is a part of eating disorder? Because I don't think I have an eating disorder and I'm constantly thinking about my next meals. I think it depends. Is it a toxic thing for you? Like, are you, for example, I'll like give you a situation in which I think it's toxic for myself. Um, I'll have like my lunch, good lunch, solid food, definitely don't need to eat anything else after. <laughs> How do I explain this? So I, I'll eat like a whole meal, like a normal ass meal. Like say like I had like some teriyaki chicken and rice. Good meal. Most people probably wouldn't want to eat something afterwards, but in my brain, I'm like, I'm still hungry. I want something sweet or I still want more food. So it's like a fight in your brain, like telling you not to eat it, but you want to eat it but you know that you shouldn't because you just ate food. So it's literally you fighting yourself to not eat more food. And that's the problem. And either for me personally, I've never dealt with anorexia or um, bulimia or anything like that, but I have dealt with binge eating. And then I also have a fear of um, emetophobia. So the fear of throwing up. So certain foods trigger that within me where I won't eat specific foods because I feel like they're going to make me sick, even though 99% of the time, they're probably not going to, but I fight my brain telling myself that that's a problem. So for example, people like for you, um, I'm sure there've probably been times where you're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't eat food right now, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm gonna. (laughs) Which happens a lot after I eat 
special gummies. Obviously, my relationship with food has been really different. I also think my relationship with food has been so different. I associate food with, like, my culture a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So to me, I celebrated and also just don't have, like, I could never deny myself something. (laughs) So, like, I have friends who, in high school, count calories. Mm-hmm. And I would try, obviously, because they were all doing this, and I wanted to be like them. Or we were friends, so we were. They were all like, "You should lose twenty pounds for prom," and I'd be like, "Yeah, let's totally do it." And then it would come down to like trying to lose twenty t- pounds for prom, and we would probably have like three months to do it, which is like, if you worked out and ate fine, it would be an okay amount of time. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best, but like to lose a few pounds before prom, right? Right. And they would all be on like these strict calorie counting app things, eating like well below like 2000 calories. And we're like teenage girls, you know, we're like what, like 17, 16 years old. And we're counting these calories. And like, I just could never. I think for me, I grew up with a mom who when I was younger, she was extremely overweight for her height and what her BMI was. So I grew up with somebody in my life that was on Weight Watchers for like years. So I saw that and I looked at myself and was like, oh, I'm fat. So when I was younger, I would also count calories, but I was like probably like 12, 13 when I first started counting calories, but it was different back then. It wasn't apps and stuff. It was like, I would eat something like, for example, when I was younger, I was 200 pounds until I was like 13. So I was my height now, but 200 pounds. So significantly bigger. Um, And also younger kid, baby face, baby weight, everything still on me. Um, So I don't know how I lost the weight, but I do know that it had to do with an eating disorder because I literally would go to our cafe at our school this is before I lost the weight and I would just get a bag of cookies those like little I don't remember what they're called but the little white ones that are like in a bag and they're like little they're like Oreos but they're not Oreos I don't know what they are but they're really they're like they're like golden Oreos something like like that but they're the little tiny ones I would eat those for lunch every day and then I wouldn't I wouldn't eat breakfast and sometimes if I did eat breakfast it would be like cereal so something really boring and then I would come home and my mom obviously would make the meal for dinner and we'd eat whatever her Weight Watchers meal was for dinner so I'd have this fatting like huge meal after not eating all day and that's how I lost the weight the first time but I lost like 50 pounds when I was a little kid which is a lot for somebody that wasn't even trying to lose weight it just like happened and I think where that turned into an eating disorder is when I came back to school the next year and everybody saw how good I looked and was praising you for it and was praising me for it. And after that, after I gained weight, lost weight, gained weight, lost weight, like over and over again, that's when I realized my problem wasn't just, oh, I need to eat better. It was, oh, I eat not because I'm hungry, but because I think I need to eat more because I just, my body is telling me eat more eat more like was oh, it like a soothing that. thing like was eating like comforting I guess like even now because like I struggle with it every single day like it's not yeah. it's not out of my life I still struggle with it every single day but like for example I guess now when I do have that feeling in the back of my head I'm like okay what can I eat that's healthy so I can okay. 
throw away the feeling of wanting to eat more food to eat something that will satisfy me. So like, I can even give you an example today because it happened today. I had breakfast at like 11 o'clock and I had a pretty good breakfast. It was like oatmeal and stuff, but I was still like, I'm hungry. I still need to eat more. Like I still feel hungry, even though I really wasn't. It was just like, my brain was like, you didn't eat enough. Like you didn't eat enough food, but I did. I ate like a normal amount of food. So I'll, I'll eat like fruit or I'll make like a small, small smoothie that like is so thick. It's like eating ice cream. So it like tricks my brain that I'm like eating ice cream. But those are like little things that I have to do is like, oh, if I'm feeling this way, like I'll eat something healthy or I'll have like a popsicle or something just to like keep my brain busy so I can stop thinking about wanting to eat food. Because if I continue to want to eat food, I will go grab something out of the pantry that's probably not super healthy for me. Or I'll literally have my lunch right after my breakfast. Like if I don't yeah. do that. So do you think you just don't have like a relation? a good enough relationship with like food like it depends it really depends on the day like honestly like some days will go by and I'll be like okay I did good today like I had a good amount of food but like I think the biggest time when I have a struggle is when I'm at work that is like the hardest time because I'm around all this food all the time yeah. And I can't eat most of it, which is thank you, Jesus, for that. Um, a blessing in disguise. <laughs> but it is difficult because there, even though I can't eat a lot of things, there are still things that I can eat. So my brain is yeah. like, oh, well, you can have that. Like, you're doing fine today. Like, you can have that. It, it's literally like playing devil, devil's advocate with your brain at all times. And it's, but this is like, this is what your eating disorder is we're just, we're not saying that this is the no 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 i think eating disorders come in all shapes and sizes so um, many different as in like sizes. not like your physical body but more as in like mentally mentally for my personal opinion i'm not a doctor or anything but like for my personal opinion from other people that i've talked to that have had like anorexia in the past or had bulimia because i have talked to people that have what i have as well um, it's a mental game that you're playing with your brain at all times. The physical part of it is what you heal from after you stop doing it. The mental part is always there. Like it's always a thing that you have to fight. And when but I for example, the, men- the physical part is of your, this disorder is the way you mm-hmm. look for a lot yeah. of people. It, it, it isn't even just like the comfort of the food. It's right. looking a certain size yeah, for and example, body dysmorphia like, is a whole nother topic, but it's still a part no, of it. That's, but that's what it is. I mean, like, for a lot of girls, like, even guys. Even guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've literally I've met so many guys that boys. have had that problem. There are some people, for example, like one of my ex-boyfriends, I remember we would hang out all the time, and, like, when we would eat together, it was a problem for him to eat because he thought he was fat. And I'm not going to lie and say, like, he was perfect or anything, because nobody's perfect. But he wasn't overweight. He was just normal. And I mean, it's also, like, people's body types. Like, exactly. Like, my body type, I was just never met. Like, there's pictures of me as a baby, and I, I just have, like, a bigger, and my frame was just, and, like, a lot of what women tend to, like, model themselves after or want, try to model themselves after, after is this, like, European like athletic body that not everyone yeah. has. I mean, like we're not all five nine. No. We're not all like have this thin frame. 
like people have we don't and like i like 90 (laughs) percent of my photos are like from like here up because belly button up to my head because i don't want anybody to see the features that i don't like but in reality when you actually look at me in person i look fucking normal okay like i'm a normal ass human being we're all trying to get through life and it could for example it could be worse i could be way more than i weigh now am i perfect with what i'm at no i could lose weight i think we all could lose a little bit of weight every now and then but it's that mental thing where it's like do i really need that right now like is I that i don't even think thing? it's like like everyone can lose weight i think it's just like being healthy mm-hmm. and by being healthy it's like obviously eating healthy but like there's a difference though between what being makes toxic you, about your mindset and actually being healthy. Yeah, but like eating healthy and also like being fair to yourself. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to eat salads and quinoa all the time. Like even though I, I will, love to. <laughs> I mean like I well, like yeah, I love salad. I love eating a bag of chips. Same. I eat chips. And I like eating ice cream every now and then. Mm-hmm. Like, and that it's is healthy. Or, it's good. Like, for example, yeah, that is I, healthy. I have a dessert item every day because if I don't, if I like, t- like don't give myself that, I will binge eat because I will want it so badly that I will yeah. literally like go and eat like a huge thing of like ice Dude, cream. Eating disorders. I feel like the older I get, the more the better I feel about myself because mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, when you see a photo of yourself when you're like, I don't know, and I see my pictures of myself in like high school and I mm-hmm. look back and think about how I felt about myself then. And I'm like, I used to think I was ugly and fat and all these horrible mm. things about myself. But now that I look at myself, I'm like, I was so cute. <laughs> dude same like i, I look back at photos I and i'm like, like why did i think i was fat i was, I was so like, cute i was so cute i was in the best shape of my life in high school i was working out like five five to four times a week for like three to four hours because i was on a cheer team so like i was literally like in the best shape of my life mm-hmm. and i thought i was winnie the pooh fat like i <laughs> And I was eating, like, a lot of food. I was eating a lot of food. Trust me. I was eating, like, eight times a, t- eight times a day because I was working out so much. So my body so burning it off. physically needed it. And I, and, but then, like, after that, I stopped working out because I graduated high school and I was no longer doing that. But I was still eating a lot. And, yeah, I gained a little weight after that. And then, like, I had to, like, reel myself back in. And I never really got back to where I was. But, like, I got to, like, a comfortable spot. And I think that being comfortable, it's also very healthy. Yeah. And, like, I don't know about you. I think this is, like, every woman ever in existence. They always have this, like, thought of, you know, the, like, little, like, belly pooch that every single woman has they yes. think that that is them being fat when in reality we all get it by the time we're like 21 because well i think it's because <laughs> your body is telling you like just so you know you have enough fat no you have enough fat to like make a fucking baby yeah exactly 100 <laughs> percent. but the thing like, is, is like, like so many people are like oh lose the belly pooch lose blah 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 do you know how hard it is 
to lose that. Like you literally oh, have, I to have not. Such, like such a restrictive diet to be able to lose that. Thing. Even when I was at my thinnest, like literally I was in shape. I think like, I've I was always toned. had it. I've, I've never had a flat stomach. I think I've always had it, but like in my head, I never realized it until I was probably about 21, 22. Cause I was like, yeah. Oh, I'm really self-conscious about my body now because I'm older and like, you know, ready to mingle. Also, looking for my man. <laughs> I feel like we I should just normalize it. Like it's it's a normal I don't even know, thing. Yeah, I think it's I think it is a normal thing, but I also think that if you don't like something, I think changing is not a bad thing either. No. Like if you think you need to lose a couple pounds because you physically do not feel okay, that is okay. I think it's about how you go about doing it though, is yes. where the toxicity can come in. Because if you're doing it because someone else is telling you to do it, but you feel fine. Mm -hmm. For example, like, this is not a slam against my father. I love him to death. He's the best thing in the entire world. But men have this problem sometimes of being like, oh, you're eating again? Oh, I've never been told that by a man. I I have by multiple men. Yeah. I would kill (laughs) someone. I would literally kill someone for you. Or like, this is like what my dad would say. He would be like, oh, where are you going to have a snack? on like what are you gonna snack on like I don't know why but that triggers me and I'm like oh should I not be eating right now am I too fat to eat like that's literally where my brain goes one of that's insane hmm. I guess I've been told that by my grandpa like oh what are you eating but like I don't see it as a like you should stop eat I saw it more like can I have some see but that's the difference in the mindset you don't no, have yeah. a toxic mindset like I do I would be, my grandpa would ask me oh what are you gonna eat and I'd be like oh I'm making like yeah, I get annoyed by something. it. I and get annoyed be, by it. And then be like, why do you want some? And he'd be like, no, I'm just asking. And I'm like, okay, now just leave. But yeah, I think it's awesome. I think, I also like, he might even be saying it to be like, har- like harmful or yeah. to call you out on something. If you are feeling like you may or may not have this eating disorder, talking to a therapist is like, yep, such a great thing. Um, or know, there's also nutritional therapists, which are like the best option to talk to someone. Well, yeah, about there's it. like different kinds of therapy. Like um, a therapist that maybe like a couple therapists is probably not going to be, maybe may or may not be able to answer these questions that you may have or about just like a generic food. psychiatrist would also probably not be the best choice. But they but could also be. like they could be, but also like just because you're given a therapist doesn't mean that that's the therapist for you. Like like testing out different therapies kind of like testing out different boyfriends mm-hmm. is like definitely an option like yeah. you go to a therapist you have like two sessions with them and if you feel they're not connecting with you or understanding where you're coming from changing that therapy to someone else or asking for a different refer- referral to go somewhere else it's, it's not totally a weird normal. thing to ask for yeah, yeah. you um, don't have to feel like you're gonna offend somebody because you don't like the way they do therapy everybody is different you might not right. vibe with them or you're going to be like me who's literally had the same therapist since like eighth grade and I still talk to her. Well, I've had my therapist <laughs> since I was like in, th- in third grade. So, and I do not talk about eating disorders because I don't tend to have this relationship with food. Mm-hmm. We talk more about like my daddy issues, but like that's a topic for another episode. Yeah. We need to make a whole episode on your, <laughs> that'll be our next, how will we do that next? my daddy issues yeah we should do that after like yeah I, i've had um i recently had a really good talk with him so i would totally be down let us know in the dms on instagram if that's something you want to hear about my 
deep-rooted daddy issues. And if not, we're probably just going to do it anyways. <laughs> or we are going to do it anyways. I think it's a really good topic, and I think it has a lot to do on the way I date. So If well, you I mean, ever saw, like, how I make food, you would be fucking, like, you would be like, who is she? <laughs> like, who yeah. Is <laughs> I mean, I don't eat meat. Mm-hmm. I've introduced you eat eggs, yeah? I, yeah, I do eat eggs every now and then. Um, I introduced dairy back into my diet. Um, and it was mainly just because, like, I just felt like a burden eating a vegan sometimes, especially yeah. when I traveled. Um, a lot of foods in... Do you think being a vegan or a vegetarian stemmed your eating disorder or helped your eating disorder or didn't help it? Because I know that a lot of, like... Uh, ex-vegans have come out and said that it either made their eating disorder worse or it helped them come out of eating disorder so then they go back to eating a normal diet and therefore they're no longer vegans i watch a lot of those like why i'm no longer vegan videos yeah i love Um, those and i know and i know that you um used to be a vegetarian Mm -hmm. correct Mm -hmm. and i used to be a vegan now i'm a vegetarian yeah, I guess I can tell you my side of it. Um, personally, the reason why I did it in the first place were for a few different reasons. One, mm-hmm. um, when I was in college, I saw a video called Forks Over Knives and another video mm-hmm. that I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's kind of like Forks Over Knives um, in a nutritional class. And it was like shocking because I saw it when I was in high school but I saw it again in college with like a different mindset and was like, oh yeah, I'm not eating meat anymore. Like, ooh, that's gross. Like the way meat is yeah. made, like that's gross. So that was one thing. And then the second thing was, is because of my emetophobia fears. Um, during my time in high school, I had a problem with a specific type of food, which was like a pasta dish with meat in it. And it made me feel sick, but it actually wasn't food poisoning it was my IBS that was undiagnosed at the time oh yeah I love that for me it was because there was like cream and stuff in it so I associated yeah. it with the meat when I should have just been like oh why does dairy mess with me I'm just an idiot it's okay but that was because of that I let me rephrase that I went to do that because of those two reasons, but the reason why I stopped doing it was A, for my health, but B, it was time for me to stop being afraid of eating meat. I still have a problem with, like, cooking meat. Like, cooking meat is, like, one of the hardest things for me because I'm always terrified I'm going to undercook it. Which which is why I'm bringing it up because we've had this conversation in the past, mm -hmm. and I think that is a part of, like, eating disorder that you're like afraid yeah because it's a fear it's a food fear um because for people that have eating disorders it's a trigger for certain foods like i know one of my friends can't have like jama juice because they got sick off of it one time and they like refuse to do it because it's like a trigger for them if they like have it again so i mean like i don't i mean i don't know like i could totally be wrong but like i have that fear when it comes to like 7-eleven nachos so ooh. I mean, I, I can't have dry jack cheese or um, what, what's the other thing I can't have? Dry jack cheese is like that really hard cheese that you get at the grocery store that smells really bad but tastes really good. Yeah, I can't have it at all because I got sick off of it when I was younger. So that's a huge trigger for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that eating disorders are are so... It's a big world because there are so many different things. It's a big world that... and I think it's so unique to each person. 
every single person has different. So this episode, if you have an eating disorder and this episode did not resonate with you, I totally understand. Yeah, and like DM us because I'd love to hear other people's stories too because I know like mine is unique, yours, whatever has happened to you in your life is unique, whether it's an eating disorder or if it's not, just a relationship with food in general. Everybody has a different viewpoint on it. Every single person. One of the reasons why I went back to eating meat again was because I really wanted to get over that fear. I wanted to stop having that fear. Um, My IBS was kind of like a way to push it. (laughs) Well, I just, I don't even think that was like, because you wanted to get over eating that, of that fear. I think it's also like your IBS diet needed it, correct? Mm -hmm. For me to be able to be sustainable and not literally be hungry all the time. Yeah. Because so, yeah, there's, like, it, nothing it, it I can eat that's vegetarian. It wasn't meat. It wasn't, like, that you were, like... There are people, though, that wouldn't that wouldn't do it because of their um, eating disorder. Like, they would not do it. So, for me to even, like, do it is difficult. Like, there's still, still some meat that I, like, won't eat. Like, pork is something that I try not to eat. Um, I usually stick to ground meat because I can see it being cooked <laughs> on like chicken where you put it in the oven you're like I guess I have to cut into it to like see if it's cooked or not but like I literally will like turn the light on in the kitchen to like make sure my meat is cooked like just to like literally I will literally hold the meat up to my face to make sure it's cooked all the way which might not sound unnormal to some people but for me it's like I know it's cooked but I still like have a fear that it's not when I was a vegetarian I would eat all the time rice soy sauce and then like any fake meat that i had in the fridge like fake hot dogs yeah with soy sauce it's bomb Mm -hmm. bomb. uh i'm not really a fan of hot dogs it depends on the brand um i can't want to know what my issue with food is Mm. and why i don't like hot dogs i don't like when my food breaks and it's a sensory thing oh okay okay so that's like, I, I don't know, that's, I don't think it's an eating disorder. That's just like me being psycho. Um, well, I mean, that's how I feel about mine, but I, I say it's an eating disorder because I know other people that have that problem yeah. too. But there are just, people that have sensory issues with food, such as for like myself, like boba, that is one thing that it's a good thing in my head. Like I love the texture of it, but I don't like when it's hard and chewy. Like if it's hard and chewy, I will literally throw it out. I won't eat and it. And that's my favorite kind. Boba. Really? I, I love, love to like, chew on it. I like to put it in like between like the back of my. Yeah, I like it when it's soft and, and I do teeth, that. And I will literally just like chew on it. I'm disgusting. No, so but you usually I don't like hot dogs. Old boba. <laughs> no, I mean if I get it, someone I'm like okay, but I don't want I don't want my whole cup to be like that. Um, I don't like hot dogs because when you put them in the bun, and then the bun and you bite and the bun breaks because mm-hmm. like you know that fold is usually like the thinner piece of bread and it breaks mm-hmm. that irks me as a child I would literally like want to cry so because of that I'm the psycho person that would only eat like the dog part like not just like the hot dog without the bread I would just eat just like the sausage I would just eat the sausage okay well let me tell you this this is what I used to do with hot dogs when I was a kid because I kind of have a similar problem I didn't like that my dad would cut the hot dog in half so, like, mm. it would, like, stick to the bread. Like, the half part would, like, stick yeah. to it. wouldn't break. That's a good, good times. Good You're welcome for that. <laughs> well, I don't eat hot dogs. I don't really, I don't really, I'm not an adult. I'm like, yeah, they're not really my favorite. And also, then, like, I found out how they make them. And I was like, yeah, good thing I didn't really like them. 
Yeah. Soy Rizzo, though, from Trader Joe's, that stuff is bomb. Oh, that's the best Soy Rizzo. Like, the best Soy Rizzo is the one from Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. I've gotten other ones from other grocery stores. No, and, and they don't, like, they weirdly don't wet. And, like, the other one, like, crumbles a little bit, which I feel like... It's so perfect. good in eggs, dude. No, it's so good on anything. I literally will put it in a salad and make, like, a taco salad. No, I so, want Soy Rizzo. <laughs> can you eat So that? now I... No, I don't know if I can. If there's garlic in it, which there probably is, I can't. There probably is. But I can make my own because my dad has a meat grinder, so. Well, they like, F it up. Fuck it up. Can we say the F word here? I don't know. I don't know. Are we a 21 and up podcast? Because if we are, Mom, yeah. <laughs> Mom, can I cuss? <laughs> Tune in next Friday and we'll yeah. See, we'll see slash here slash whatever we have at that moment on the internet then then <laughs> follow us on instagram just in case you haven't already that's where we update pretty it. much everything on this podcast in general um but you can find us there you can find us on spotify and soon in the future hopefully our next episode will be on youtube and you'll actually be able to see us yeah <laughs> sorry just doing a little filming Alrighty. <laughs> all right bye